Hey everyone, this is uh, Coach Mark Nolan with Don't Outkick Your Coverage and welcome to another episode of our show. And today we're really going to be focusing on one of the major things that's going on in college and high school sports right now, and that's NIL. You know, three years ago uh, when I started writing my book, I coined NIL as now it's legal. And certainly anyone who has not been living under a rock for probably the last year and a half, two years, has seen really what the NCAA has done. Uh, in my humble opinion, I believe that the, uh, the NIL is one of the worst things that can happen uh, in, in the sports area in the 116 years of the NCAA. And you know what's really funny uh, about this is that now the NCAA, who I call the mafia, you know, it's really a mafia cartel style of an environment where for years and years and years, they held everything over the athlete from National Signing Day to transfers to medical red shirts to gray shirts, whatever it is, the NCAA clearly was the mafia when it came to college sports and high school sports. And you know what? Right now, I believe that this is such a critical issue, meaning NIL, that if you are on Twitter every day or Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram or any of those social media things, NIL is really being driven by a couple of people. One, it's being driven by the NIL lawyers. You know, I, I don't have anything against lawyers personally. We all need them from time to time for different areas. But you know what? These are the ones that really bother me, the lawyers, because we used to call these ambulance chasers. Now I call them athlete chasers, number one. The second group that's behind this right now are the brand managers. You know, they're the ones who are making sure that all these NIL deals that are going on behind the scenes are all driven by social media. Thirdly, the other piece behind this are really the agents, the sports agents. And I'm telling you right now, those of you who are in high school as an athlete or as a parent of an athlete, these agents are coming after you in high school. And you know why? Because they want to get you early on in the agent process. They want to try to hook you into an NIL deal to be their agent for the next three or four years. So when little Johnny or Janie, who's playing softball somewhere and she becomes, you know, the, the next starlet, next thing, the agents come to your house. They want to sign contracts with you and you're hooked. And don't, don't believe me if you don't, you know, but I'm telling you throughout the United States and international, but mostly in the, in the NIL world here in the United States, those three groups, along with the consultants, who interestingly enough, this is what I find really, really, really fascinating. Three or four years ago, these quote unquote consultants had never been done, had never done any consulting in their life. Never ran a consulting organization, had no idea about consulting. But you know what? Maybe they were a former athlete or maybe they, they placed someone on a scholarship somewhere or they had no experience in any of those things, but decided, hey, you know what? Let me throw, in, let me throw myself into this whole NIL thing because it's so new that even uh, anyone can get involved in this. You know, and I think it's like the old days of just throwing a website up. You could throw a website up. And there it was, and you were in business. That's not really how it works for NIL. Or, you know, Matt, it shouldn't work that way, but it is. The college coaches are now involved in this NIL, and for many, many reasons. 
they're the secondary tier of people that are involved in this. You know, it's, it's almost like they're in the middle, but they don't want to be in the middle. You know, they're in it. They say bad things about NIL, but then they say good things about the NIL. Because you know why? NIL, from a college coach's standpoint, is really only driven. It's not a four-year commitment they want to have anymore with these college students. It's a one-year commitment. And they have to understand that their 10, 12, 40, 70, 100 million dollar contract that they have, it's all about winning. That's what it is. So when they're going out into the transfer portal and tying themselves up with the NIL, even though they say they're not doing it, we really all we, we all know they are doing it. I mean, I've been in this business for 47 years of helping high school athletes, college athletes, and yes, professional athletes try to make it next level college coaches have changed and they've changed drastically in the last three or four five years from when i went to college although it may have been 100 years ago you know the college coach would come to your house they ask your mom and dad how you were doing how your grades doing how was your school activities doing all those things were important to them nowadays it's not so much especially with nil now it's about how many likes do you have how many retweets do you have how involved are you in social media? Because you know what college coaches want? They want to make sure on that team that they have, they have as many five stars. And you know what? If they have their one and two deep people, all five stars, they love that. They would rather take a five-star kid that's got one or two years of eligibility left, that's only played college for a couple of years, has his college transcripts that are going to be transferred over, has his followings, all those kind of things, played in the college environment over a 17-year-old, they will take those people. They will take those transfer people in a heartbeat. And if they have a, a huge following from an NIL standpoint, that even helps them out even more. The last group that I really believe is, is messing with the, I, uh, with, the, uh, with the NIL right now is these things called directives, okay? They really are the dons of the mafia. They are the ones running the show. There's several of them out there. You can check out, I'm not going to mention any of the people's names because it's not up to me to mention their names. It's up to you to do some research on these people that are doing this. They are destroying high school football and all the other sports. These directives are billionaires, multi-multi-billionaires who are literally buying college teams and buying college players. We have to call it like it is. You know, they don't want to have you say it's pay for play. They don't want to say that. They don't want to hear that. Okay? So they go around with this whole NIL thing as opposed to saying, well, you know, the athletes should make some money. We don't want to hurt them from making money. You know, all those things they talk about, and they honestly don't really mean it. And you know why? Because in the last year and a half, the average NIL, average NIL person, athlete right now, is making about $3,500 a year. You know what that comes out to? $9.51 an hour to sell their souls for Tom and Jerry's ice cream shop or some car dealership or something else. That's what it really comes down to. And this whole valuation standpoint, you know, we've got 
kids out there now who are being told by these, again, brand experts, oh, your valuation is this, your valuation is that. Well, you know what? Valuation is not a real number. It's a fake number. And you know where this comes into play? When all you guys do or listening to is if you're high school athletes and you're flipping or committing and uncommitting, all you're doing is feeding that social media bear. Now, if that's what you want to do to get your likings up there and your retweets and everybody else and have everybody else say, welcome to the club and welcome to the den or welcome to the wolf pack, whatever else it is, then that NIL is what you are doing. But I can tell you at the end of the day, five, 10 years from now, NIL is going to be the worst thing that's happened to NCAA sports. And I thought this sixth year of eligibility when the NCAA really screwed the class of 2019 and actually 2018 and 2019 and 2020 and 2021 and 2022 with the sixth year of eligibility. I mean, there's kids out there playing still right now in college, still, that have been playing for eight years. I mean, it's almost like they don't want to leave college. You know, in the old days, I mean, when I went to Notre Dame, we, we couldn't wait to get out of school. Now it's like, well, maybe I'll stay here until I'm 40 or something like that. I don't know what it's going to be. But I'm telling you right now, as we face this issue down the road, NIL, with the legislation that's going to be coming, with the legislation that's going to be driven by the, the, the Congress and the states, every state's going to have their own legislative body going after NIL. And they're coming for you in high school. Next thing you know, they're going to come down the Pop Werner Leagues and Little League, and they're going to go after AAU. They're going to go after everything they want to do because that's where NIL is for them. They are in it for the long term. The lawyers, the brand managers, the consultants, the agents, it's all about them. It's not about you. You might want to take a picture with them and they've got some swag and they got this and they got that, but it's not about them for you. They want you to be focused on everything you should be doing to help them out. The more retweets, the more NIL deals, the more this, the more that, the more you move away from being a student athlete to just being an athlete entrepreneur. And if that's what you want to do, hey man, God bless you. If that's what you think is going to happen to you 15, 20 years from now with the valuation, I am telling you after this is over with, we're going to see the next level of NIL, the now it's legal part two situation, is there's going to be more lawsuits. There's going to be more lawsuits because the valuation numbers that you young men and women that think they're going to get from all the money you think you're going to get buying your parents' houses and boats and cars and everything else, when that disappears, the first thing you're going to do, you're going to hire another lawyer. And that lawyer will be the one who's going to go against from a litigation standpoint about why you didn't make the money you wanted to. And then the NCAA is going to wash its hands because they're going to ask Congress. And there's some legislation going on right now with Tommy Tuberville and uh, Senator Booker and Senators Blumenthal to look at legislation around the whole NIL. But you know what? 
in typical politician language and in typical ways the NCAA does things, they want no accountability for what they've done with this issue. They really don't. They want to pass it off to the, uh, to the legislators, the state legislators, anybody else but them. College coaches are wanting to pass it off because you know what? They know that their whole goal is to win. The only reason why they have those large $100 million contracts, 10-year contracts, 15-year contract, whatever it is, the only reason they have those contracts is because of the W's. The more W's you get, the more money you get. It's got nothing to do with graduation rates, as we used to talk about in the old days. It's got nothing to do with sitting down with your mom and dad and talking about the great education you're going to get at Big big Blow University. None of that's going to be done. All that's going to be changed. Next thing that's going to happen, the coaches will be sitting down. So instead of having an assistant coach coming with you at your house, you know, driving with you, you're going to have a brand manager sitting next to you. You're probably going to have uh, somebody from the compliance department coming with you. You're going to have some bunch of data nerds sitting in the back seat, crunching the numbers. How many pancakes did you have? How many tackles did you have? How many receivings did you have? How many yards did you have passing and throwing and running? All those things are going to be driven into data. And the last piece of that data, it's going to be not about your stars anymore. So as I said in one of my, my Twitter feeds a while back, forget the stars from now on on your profile. Don't put 4.5 or 5.5 or 6, or whatever it is. Don't worry about 24-7 stars and everybody else's stars. You know what you should do? Just put down the amount of followers you have because that's what they care about. College coaches really only care about the wins. College NIL people, all they care about is your social media gathering and your profile and who's following you and how many people you have, and how much you do. That's what NIL comes stands for. And I'll tell you what, like most of the podcasts I've done, the hype that, that I see on NIL, it's all positive. Everything's great. Oh, my gosh. Johnny Smith just signed an evaluation deal for $17 billion. You know, whatever else it is. Little Johnny is, is going to, he just turned seven. He signed his first NIL deal. As crazy as that may seem, we had this exact same situation a few years back when kids in sixth grade and seventh grade that were big and strong were getting offered, offered by Alabama, Notre Dame, Penn State, you know, at sixth grade. So it, it hasn't changed. As I've said before, the more things that stay the same, the more things that change. That's the reverse of what the old expression in Proverbs used to be, which was the more things change, the more things stay the same. Because I really believe that all they're trying to do is rehype everything they've done the last 20 or 30 or 40 years. The NCAA's litigations, you know, all the things they've done recently, they're trying to do. Those litigations started 70 years ago. You know, Nemeth was in 1953, and that's when Walter Byers, who was the first director of the NCAA, coined the phrase student-athlete. And Nemeth had an issue, and that's why they changed it. Van Horn had an issue with a lawsuit, and they changed that. 
everything that the NCAA has ever done has never, never, in my humble opinion, and I've trained a th- over a thousand kids who have gotten scholarships and their parents and myself, including our son, the NCAA has never, never cared about the athletes. And that's what it stands for. NCAA never cared about athletes. That's why moms and dads, I am passionate. I'm begging you, please do the research. Please buy my book. Please jump on a podcast. Do whatever you do. Talk to your guidance counselors. Whatever you do. But please get yourself engaged fully in the understanding that this is not going to go away. And just like we have political action committees, these are going to be the exact same things. We have multi-billionaires running political athletic committees to entice to enhance, to get kids into college programs, to pay for play because that's what's going to happen. Hey, and you know what, mom and dad, you may be okay with that. If little Johnny can get $200,000 a year, get his college paid for, walk out debt free, that's awesome. Okay, if that's what you want. And if you're going to do that, you better start now because they're coming for you. The agents, again, are coming. The NIL lawyers are coming. The brand managers are coming. All you have to do, if you're on social media, is look at Twitter right now every day on the amount of NIL things that come out, on the amount of things that hit the transfer portal every day that come out, the amount of things that goes on inside the cheating, because it is cheating. Coaches will... Well, are afraid almost to call any coach out. You know, Nick Saban was having his discussion with Jimbo Fisher last year. But I'm telling you, as a parent, I almost beg you as a parent to please, please don't listen to these sports announcers because they're sports announcers. They don't care about your son or daughter. They really don't. They want to be on the radio Interviewing people that are, you know, NIL kind of people or TikTok people or John and Mary from this foundation or something like that. And they don't really care. It will bear itself out pretty soon. But the No Care Athletic Association is what the NCAA is. And I'm telling you, the last shoe that's going to drop is the drop on national about the National Letter of Intent. That's the only thing, even though you don't have to sign one, that's the only real thing that indirectly the NCAA says they don't have a direct relationship. It's interesting how they changed that around a couple years ago, but they do. So when you sign your letter of intent, your national letter of intent, the NCAA has once again put their mafia sticker on top of you. And you're going to have to make a determination whether that NIL contract that you've signed with whatever it is, is going to be more important than you being able to play college sports. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to plead with you one more time. Please listen to some some of these podcasts. Get my college athletic scholarship book. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. 
read some of the things that's happening. Do not listen to the hype. The hype that's being driven by the NIL lawyers, the NIL brand managers, the NIL agents, they are all tied in together. And listen, I'm just a small-time guy, okay? I'm just Mark Nolan doing this 47 years. I don't have a following. I don't have anything else to my name except my passionate abilities that when something like this rears its ugly head, which I believe is wrong, it needs to be fixed and it needs to be changed. And the NCAA needs to go away. We need to get another organization started that has a lot more controls on it, that doesn't have this billion-dollar-a-year revenue that all the money is going to back to the, to the NCAA. So with that, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And until next time, remember, don't outkick your coverage. This is Mark Nolan signing off. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please give us the likes on our platform or your platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time on Don't Outkick Your Coverage. This is Mark Nolan signing off.